podcast is brought to you by Sugaton. Sugaton Effect Podcast, a podcast dedicated to e-commerce growth. On the show, we interview business owners, media buyers, CRO specialists, and growth experts to help scale your business to seven and eight figures. The podcast is brought to you by Sugaton, performance experts in the e-commerce industry. Let's increase your ROI. Hey guys, so today I'm going to be doing what I haven't done in a while or actually haven't done it at all, you know. So on this podcast, I'll be alone uh, and I'll be sharing my journey of the past two, three weeks when I was uh, researching all of the new traffic sources that we could be driving our customers to our site from. I hired a bunch of uh, consultants. I hired a bunch of research marketers, consumer uh, researchers. So I've got lots of ideas uh, what we'll be doing and what will be working. And um, it might not be that everything will work out, but I've, uh, I just wanted to share all of the ideas that I've got with you. So I'm going to go with the first one, actually. So when uh, we started struggling with Facebook maybe three weeks ago, and when all of the CPMs have gone up and uh, we have uh, finished our sales, and usually after the sales, you know, we have... Uh, like kind of a decline in the, in the revenue, kind of a burnout after the sale itself. So we were thinking that that was going to be it. But once maybe 20 advertisers that are spending anywhere from 500,000 to 6 million per month uh, started coming to me, I understood that this is going to be a bigger of a problem. And we are not too sure what it is. You know, it's probably all of the things, elections and uh, economy maybe as well, quarter four, big corporations coming into game, you know, and uh, starting spending more money, CPMs going up as a result and so on. So I started thinking, you know, what can I do in this situation that I'm in? So basically I started researching what did these companies that are worth 1 billion and what did uh, do, you know, not during the crisis, but in general, you know, at which stage of their business, what's were they doing? So I asked my assistant to actually analyze four CEOs and to listen to all of their podcasts, to read all of the marketing blogs around their brand. And there were some research articles by Harvard and other business schools about their marketing. So so that I would just understand, you know, what does it take to go to 1 billion since this is our goal with our cosmetics brand? So yeah, after the research, I've had quite a few ideas, you know, and a few of them is that uh, you need to create for a brand this Instagrammable moment where you send something for your clients or maybe send or do something for your clients that they would share on their own on social media. And I'm pretty sure, you know, for some brands, it's something that they have been doing for a long time. But for us, it's since we were doing paid media so much, we haven't thought about it and now we are implementing it. So Instagrammable moment. And another idea that I have is Reddit. This is the fourth biggest or seventh or fourth, I can't remember for sure, um, biggest sites on the online. And us personally, we haven't used it as much. And when I was analyzing our competitors, I saw that they were actually driving quite a bit of traffic from there. So I started researching how to do it and I actually found a really, really interesting marketer who I'm going to invite onto our next podcast to share us some wisdom about Reddit and how to go viral on there. And at the same time, once you go viral on Reddit, there is a very big opportunity to go viral on the publications as well. 
So this is something that we are actually working on. And by the time you are listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure that we are going to be doing this PR stunt and we're investing around $7,000 in of our inventory. Cogs actually are a bit less, but we'll see if we can go viral and maybe I'll SOP it later on and share it with you as well. So yeah, Reddit and PR. Then another thing was that I started to think about was, yeah, that was actually PR thing, uh, the PR play. So the way I started approaching it is that I started reading what's going viral on Reddit. And there are quite a few things that are going viral, but there aren't many things that go viral, not only on Reddit, but also on on publications, massive publications. So once I researched that, I, I found quite a few things, you know, that went viral in the last two, three months. And I was spending maybe two, three hours per day reading all of the Reddit and like sub, like threads, sub threads, whatever they are called, subreddits. And I came up with actually a few ideas that we're going to be implementing. And both of these ideas were coming out of actually two different uh, subreddits. That's how I combined them and decided to go with them. So it's actually a pretty good marketing tool. You know, Reddit, I I haven't promoted it that much, you know, on this podcast. And I actually haven't used it that much only for writing copy and doing research for the copy and like when I was uh, writing some emotional storytelling, but that's actually a gold mine. And when I was researching these brands that I told you about, they actually started researching everything about their customers on Reddit. And when I look at their marketing material right now, I understood that they took the voice from the Redditors and put it into their marketing. And that's why these brands blew up and like actually I'll share a few of these brands and one of them is Drunk Elephant and another one is Glossier. Both of them are like Glossier I think is worth over 2 billion right now and Drunk Elephant was sold for 900 million with 9x valuation from their revenue. They generated 100 million and they sold for almost 900 million which is a massive massive valuation to to tell you the norm for skincare uh, cosmetics industry. It's around 3x valuation of the revenue, 3 to 4x, but 9 is something huge. And the reason why that was the case was because they have a very unique voice. And if you go to Reddit and read, for example, skincare addictions, and there is a subreddit over there. Like when I look at it, I understand that, okay, this is actually where they took their marketing, you know, like the voice of the brand, which is very unique. If you look at their emails and so on, it's very, very unique. So yeah. Then my focus actually started to switch into community building as well in the research that my assistant is providing me. I understood that community building is something that you're not competing for the CPMs, right? So we have this situation right now that our CPMs are going up and like we cannot acquire customers at a very fast rate as we used to. We are still profitable and we are still um, not scaling, but our revenues declined actually a bit, but not by much because we still have like massive email lists, SMS lists, and all of the traffic sources that we kind of own. And we don't need to spend a lot of money to to be advertising to our customers. But what I'm realizing is that strong community is actually much better than any paid advertising because strong community will be kind of, it's not that nice maybe to say, but they'll be recruiting people quote unquote, for your brand, because they'll be so proud of being part of that community. 
that they'll be spreading the word of your brand and they'll become like brand evangelists. So this is another thing that I'm focusing a lot is the community building. And actually I'm hiring like for a brand manager slash community builder, building manager or something like that. Just so it's, uh, yeah, we just work on it, even though it's like a long-term project, but I know that in one or two years, if we build that up, that will be far more valuable than any of the viral creatives that we could create right now. And how do you build a community? This is actually what I'm reading a lot about, is about cold building and about um, like brand building and missions, you know, like there are lots of things that goes into it. But the one thing that I'm realizing is that we need to have a very strong voice with a very strong mission, with very strong enemies that we are against. And we need to have some kind of a language of our own. That means that we have to develop some kind of a vocabulary And if you go into Reddit, you could actually see that there are some kind of different languages used in each one of these subreddits. So this is what I'm working on, uh, trying to identify what kind of language we could be using. How could we be building this community? And as I'm talking right now, we just sent out um, like massive, uh, lots of emails to our customers and we segmented them um, by how many times did they buy, which products did they buy. And like, if they didn't buy, we send them one kind of a survey. Like, I think we created at least six or seven different segments for the for our customers to understand what's, what is it that stops them from buying from us and uh, what's the reason why they buy more from us and all of these things that are kind of, will help us out to be building this tribe of, of people who will be buying our products for a long, long time. So yeah, and at the same time, I'm hiring a consumer research specialist. And like, even though we were doing our kind of research on our own, but I realize now that we either have to be building the entire uh, team for that, because these brands that we are researching, they have teams of 10 people and more. Uh, working only on consumer research, including Reddit, calling uh, the customers, surveying them via emails and lots of other things. Um, I saw that Glossier, for example, had uh, 1,000 of their members in their Slack community so that they would be able to understand you know, much better, their customers much better. So yeah, these are the things, how you can build it up. But right now I'm looking for someone part-time to begin with, like a consultant, more on consulting basis, what can we do to start building this kind of a team? And then we're going to go ahead and hire someone full-time to lead this uh, consumer research team, which is actually quite necessary when you go into 30 million plus range. And especially since we want to grow to 100 million within only one year, this is going to be a crucial role in our organization and within the agency as well. And another thing is that we are changing the dynamics of the teams and how they are going to be working as well. And we realized that came actually from a realization that I have way too many meetings and what I'm doing wrong. And maybe some of you will resonate with that. Uh, and I know that some of you for sure will, because that's, that was the most requested topic in the Facebook group of ours. And that was about processes and systems and how do you actually get people into that and how can you develop these systems. And we identified that we have maybe five types of meetings with our teams. 
one of them is problem solving another one is weekly check-in another one is monthly check-in another one is quarterly check-in kind of a thing then brainstorming and then innovations meetings so what we are doing now is we are SOPing each one of these meetings so that not only me and Chris and maybe some other leads you know of the teams learn how to do that but we are what we are trying to achieve is that the same kind of meeting goes through all of the organization and that's super important because when you look at the meetings and the structure of the of the teams it doesn't differ from the from the very high point of view because like problem solving meetings always happen even though it doesn't matter which department it is right is it paid media is it video uh, marketing team or is it uh, i don't know leads executives of the team and so on it's still problem solving meeting and there are some good formulas to use from that and we are using actually we are going to implement amazon's problem solving meeting formula we got it from a few articles and uh, youtube videos that we watched actually and it's actually super effective and the way it works is that before the meeting starts you send out all of the questions with all of the problems that you're going to have like the that your team is facing what you want to discuss and put it in the word document and in the beginning of the meeting you go and read through all of the comments all of the responses to these questions that you have that you had before and only then you start the discussion at the same time when you read them you put all of the comments in that document and then the lead kind of of the meeting goes through all of them and addresses them like i have never ever had any more productive meetings than that and we are going to use it across the agency and plus across some of the clients that we have like we are more involved in their organizations so yeah and the same will go to weekly meetings although weekly meetings i was the one leading them and now i understood that i have to way too many departments to be leading them so what i'll be doing is i'll be asking each one of our department leads to be having this meeting and then i'm going to meet only with the leads uh, because the problem was that i was meeting with the entire team and it would be just too overwhelming for me to be having these meetings with the entire team where there are multiple players involved and like you need the preparation you need them to be prepared for that meeting that you are meeting them for because decision making is limited you know especially now that we have so many things going on at the same time that's when you start realizing that okay you need to be delegating much better and at the same time you need to be making less decisions but far more important decisions so this is another thing that i'm working on myself as i'm writing down what kind of decisions do i have to be making per day do i have to be making these small decisions on the quiz name or what's about that you know like maybe yes maybe no but this depends from kind of an executive to executive but i'm kind of writing down all of the decisions that i have to be making so that all of the other ones i'm letting the team leads and other team uh, players kind of decide on just because even though like i may make a better decision or i may have a broader perspective of the whole departments or the whole business the problem is that i don't have that much time or brain capacity to be thinking about all of these things so i'll most likely just invest 70% of 80% of my brain capacity or or research you know time to research to make that decision so instead i just want someone who's maybe less experienced maybe less 
who has less knowledge or less insights into the business make the, that decision and let them fail so that they just learn much quicker. There is no other way around it. So yeah, that's a short podcast. I hope it's super valuable for you because this is extremely valuable for me. Understood, you know, how to grow a brand beyond, beyond at least 3 million uh, in revenue, which was kind of my cap with three brands that I was working with. Although with one, we were generating over 6 million and now it's dropped a bit as well. So yeah, um, let me know what you think about this kind of a format. I could be doing these kind of podcasts more often just to update you what I'm working on. And for me, it's actually far more clear what I'm working on as well, because I have to prepare to to give you this presentation or rather a podcast. So thanks a lot for listening to us. For those who are not in our Facebook group, I highly encourage you to go down there, even though I'm not super into that right now, just because quarter four is coming up and I'm just trying to avoid social media, to be honest. But I'll be as active as I possibly can be and will be creating as much valuable content as I possibly can. So it's e-commerce growth hacks by Sugatan. Join the group and let's continue the conversation down there. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a positive review. If you didn't enjoy the podcast, obviously you can leave a negative. (laughs) If you want to, obviously I would not want you to do that, but please uh, like and share our podcast and comment on it and rate it and thanks a lot for listening